one. There it is. Gentle thems. Oh, that's your line, huh? Ladies ah, and gentlemen. I like it. Ladies and gentle thems. I like it. It's Monday. You hear that? What? Popular. Yeah. We're going to be talking about what it takes to be popular. I'll help you be popular. I'll help you be popular. Here we go. Shut up and sit down. The Business Bros Podcast was created for you. Learn from the business professionals who come to share their stories. Find out what's working in business on social media, what's hot and what's not, straight from the mouths of successful entrepreneurs out there doing the real work. And now, welcome to another episode of Business, business Bros. <laughs> Popularity. I love this song. James, James introduced me to this song. It's from the uh, musical Wicked. Uh huh. <laughs> I'm just You're dying laughing. Yeah. She knows about popular though. She knows she about knows popular. About popular. So, so a little background right, on the song. Pause it here, right? Uh, yeah, tell me, tell, tell me what's going on so, here. So, uh, the story of Wicked is the Wicked Witch of the West uh, from Wizard of Oz, and we're following her her story when she was in high school, basically. And the person singing that song is Glinda, the Good Witch, the Good Witch of the and North, and the Good Witch is going to teach the Wicked Witch how to be popular because that's that's how glinda the good witch really has her power is just by being super super popular so dude so let's hover on that for a second so that's basically the premises of what's happening here right so we're listening to wicked anyway anyways Go check it out. It's on uh, Spotify, Wicked. It's called uh, Popular? What's it called? Uh, I, I think, think so. Um, yeah, it's from Wicked. Yeah, it's called Popular. So anyways, what's the point? What's the point? Why are we talking about Popular? Why are we playing Wicked? Why are we playing a musical? Well, first of all, because James likes musicals. Love uh, musicals. And I, I do too. Let's face it. I, I like, I, I, I've been a fan ever since probably uh, Simba and uh, <laughs> or Aladdin back in the day. Yeah. Never Hell gone yeah. away from that. But anyways, so in the story, uh, Glinda is teaching the Wicked Witch of the West how to be popular. Why is that so important? Why is it why is it important to be popular? I mean, remember back in the day when you were in high school and there was always that popular crowd, right? And you see those popular kids and the, and the concept is simple. Why is that guy popular? Why is that guy always, you know, the BMOC, the big man on campus? Why is she always the prom queen? Why? What makes them popular? And the reason why we're talking about this is because, let's face it, you guys are in business, right? And the idea between a successful and a not successful business is usually not the skills that the business owner has, right? Let's talk about Mario Brothers, right? The plumber, for example. It's not that this business sucked because the plumber was bad. It's not the technician that's not doing the work well. Chances are that person's probably very skilled. They went to school for a long time. You have a business and you probably do a really good job at what it is that you do. The reason why you're not being a success or you know, the reason why you're not successful is because you're not popular. 
Ouch. Mm-hmm. That hurts. Mm-hmm. That hurts. I know. And we were talking about that this weekend, right? What? Do we, what? Do, how do we define popularity? What's? What's? It, why is it important? I don't exactly remember how we define popularity necessarily, but uh, I know that we were talking about it because of what we're doing. So for for I guess uh, the definition of popular, it's just enough people talking about you to generate some kind of a buzz. Why is the BMOC? Do they still say that? Is yeah, that still a thing on campus? That's still okay, a thing. all right. Anyway, so so why is that? person the most popular because there are more people talking about that person than others right it's like the popular person on campus more people know their business more people know what's going on more people know who their girlfriend is the the star quarterback and the head cheerleader right because everybody's talking about them so So how do we get people to talk to them talk about them right that's the key that's the key that's the question so how do we get people to talk about you so if we relate it to high school, what made that kid popular? Well, chances are that kid threw the house party. Chances are mm. that kid talked to everybody about where the house party was going to be. Chances are that kid was the one who had the car who took people everywhere they wanted to go, right? That person was making themselves A, accessible, and B, a solution to a lot of different things that were going on. In high school, you wanted to go to a party, and maybe at that party, you wanted to get a little drunk, even though you were underage and you shouldn't do that, but that's what ends up going on at the parties, and guess what? The popular kid is the one who ended up bringing the booze, right? That's Mm -hmm. the popular kid, the kid that was able to use their resources and provide something useful to people who were looking for an answer, that kid became the popular kid. There, there's so many people right now, so many real estate agents out there that are really good, for example, insurance agents that are really good, but they're not popular. Why? Because they're quiet about what they do. They're really mm. good at what they do, but they're not talking about it very much. And right. what's worse is they're not getting their customers to talk about them very much. They're not getting you to, you're, you're not doing a good enough job of getting yourself out there. And I'm going to use an example uh, in, in real estate because real estate agents, uh, for the most part, the really good ones are really good at this. Um, Gabe Mendez and uh, Miss South Bay and Jeanette, and Jeanette. Uh, Calderon. Yep, yep. Right? those were the two that I had in mind too. Those are really good agents at being popular. They're really good at being popular. Why are they really good at being Are they the best real estate agents? I don't know. They're really good. I mean, they get a lot of clients. And how do they do that? They post on a regular mm-hmm. basis. Every time I open up my feed, if I'm in the real estate, if I'm looking at real estate, guess who pops up? Those guys. Even if I'm not looking at real estate stuff, guess who pops up? Those guys. Mm-hmm. Why? Mm-hmm. Cause they're everywhere. I open up my Snapchat and guess what? There they are. I open up my Twitter or my Facebook. There they are. I open up my TikTok. There they are. They are putting- 60% of the time it works every time. They are showing up every single day. Right, that's what the popular kids do. One of my one of one of the greatest examples is uh, I was hanging out with uh, with a cousin with a cousin, a couple friends, uh, and they asked me about Gabe. They're like, "Hey, is he is he really as cool as like you know whatever? Like, is he a cool guy?" I'm like, "Yeah, he really is like that. Like, he's humble. You know, he was on the show. He came over. He told his story. I mean, he he wasn't always what you see as as Gabe today." But he has a good story about how he got there, how he became that person. Uh, and then as we're discussing him, somebody else goes, oh, yeah, you know, when I'm thinking about buying a house, I'm, I'm probably going to reach out to him. I've been seeing him, uh, you know, on my feed. Mm-hmm. Popular. Mm-hmm. Popular. That's it. 
doesn't mean that he's smarter than you. Doesn't mean that he has more experience than you. Doesn't mean that he gives the customer a greater uh, uh, customer experience better than does. you. Well, he he does a good job of I mean, he's showing you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, right? he, he does a really good job of all of those things. Not to take anything away from him. No, no, at no, no. All not to take anything sense. away. But what? But the point is, he's showing you, right? What do you see on every single one of, of those kinds of people's posts? You see them doing the work that they do, but more importantly, you see the customer talking about them as much as possible, right? Right. This is like, hey, my customer just closed escrow. Check it out. And then the customer says, oh man, I really enjoyed working with Anjanette or you know, Miss Southmare. I really enjoyed working with Jeff Dish. I really enjoyed working with Gabe Mendez, whatever it is, right? I really enjoyed working with this person because of XYZ. Sancho Lopez. Francisco Pancho Lopez, right? Or the fearless agent Jonathan Fisher. Oh, it doesn't matter. They all, all do all the friends. same Dropping thing, names, dropping names. Right? I love dropping names. They're all <laughs> doing the same thing. Is they're showing you exactly what they do. But more importantly, they're getting their customers to come on board and show you what they do. That's powerful. That's how you get those popularity points. See, remember back in high school, it, what, what do we say what, what happens when you're popular? It's when other people are talking about you. When other people know what you do, when other people know who you're dating, when other people are paying attention to what you're doing in your business, in high school, your business is just to, you know, be a high schooler or whatever, but they're all up in your business. And as long mm -hmm. as other people are all up in your business, you remain popular. That's how it works, right? Right. So why did that disappear? All of a sudden, we, you know, when we were in high school, we we're like, I don't want to, nah, I don't want to be that popular guy. I just want to kind of fly under the radar. So you go out in the business world and you start doing exactly that. You start flying under the radar and then you start struggling. You don't realize what you're doing to yourself. Flying you know, under the radar. I got I to gotta wonder now. I got to wonder, like, as you're talking about this, like, I got to I, I gotta wonder, like, Gabe and Anjanette and Francisco and Jonathan, do you think they were the popular kids in school? Definitely not Jonathan. Right? Definitely, Definitely not, not Jonathan. Jonathan. Because when we first met Jonathan, by the way, I mean, the whole reason why he's the fearless agent is because he he made himself fearless. Mm -hmm. He wasn't fearless originally, right? He wasn't like that originally. I get the feeling Gabe kind of was. Gabe's always been kind of that out, that social outgoing guy. I mean, Francisco, for sure, you know, very outspoken, very, you know, fun to be around. And Jeanette, I'm sure she was, she was pretty good too. You know, I, I have no doubts. Uh, but the good thing, the re the good thing you brought that up is you can become that, right? The mm -hmm. cool thing that Jonathan did is he named himself the fearless agent, kind of like Muhammad Ali. I am the greatest. Like he's telling you what he's going to be. And then not only is he telling you, he's showing you on a regular basis what he's doing. And mm -hmm. he's getting his customers to talk about how awesome he is. That's the formula. That's, that's, that's formula. what, that's what you need to be doing all the time. And if you're not doing that, the question you should be asking yourself is why? Why are you doing good quality work for your customers? You're giving them the best customer experience you possibly mm -hmm. can. And then the transaction ends. And maybe, you know, I'll be honest, if you do a good job for a customer, they're going to go home and they're going to talk about you to their friends and family right. for about five minutes, right? And that's it. And that's where a lot of us fall off, right? That's where a lot of businesses fall off. You're going to say something. Yeah, I was going to say, I mean, there's there's a little bit more than that, you know, especially especially for, you know, our real estate friends, because that's always such a big transaction uh, that, you know, they'll, people will remember their agent for quite a long time, right? We can remember you and I, we can remember our first agent 
Mm-hmm. Right? The Linda? first person that helped us. Yep, Linda. All right. We can we can remember that. But do you remember our first uh mortgage lender? Not a clue. Right? So so there are like certain jobs where that's easier to remember, right? Certain parts of that transaction are easier to remember. But regardless, you know, having people talk about you more and more is really it's just that's what we are doing that's that's the 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 power that uh the podcast brings that's the power that uh that testimonials bring it 100 so goes back to my original thought right which was why why is it that in in, in, to, to, to your point by the way when you do close a real estate transaction yes you remember your real estate agent the problem is you're not talking about them all the time and, and, you know, when I said you talk about them for five minutes, it's probably, you know, you close escrow, you're super excited. You have a housewarming party. You probably talk about them, you know, at that point, but that's it. That, that's hmm. where it ends. That's where it disappears. The power of grabbing these as video testimonials, what Gabe does really awesomely is that he grabs a video of the client being excited at that moment in time, the time where they get their keys or the time when they close escrow, that's the most you know, emotion that the client actually has. And they're so grateful about what it is the agent did for them. And the power of having that is, yes, they're still gonna talk about that with their friends and family, and they're gonna do that at their housewarming party, but it doesn't end there. Now it gets tagged on their social media feed. Now it becomes part of a real, of a, of a you know, this testimonial, this testimonial, this testimonial of all these people who you've done business with. When people go to research someone like that, there's video after video of not them, but other people who have shared in that experience. And so you mm-hmm. become more trustworthy. All of a sudden you're like, damn, that guy's worked with him. Oh, I know that guy. He worked with that guy. Oh, he worked with him. Cool. You know what? I'm going to hit him up, right? That's right. what's happening here. That's how you remain popular. Google and Facebook and Instagram and a lot of those McDonald's. things. Uh, McDonald's. Well, I was going to go with the uh, the whole the, those metrics are popularity. And yes, we don't. You know, does it matter how many people follow you? Yes and no, right? I mean, yes, it matters if you're a business. You want to grow your following. You want people to have that attention. You want to be able to reach people when you distribute information. Distribute information like. This is another satisfied customer. You want to be able to distribute that information. So having that popularity is absolutely important if you're in a business. Now, whether 99 it's popular, billion burgers sold. 99 billion burgers sold. You know, that that's how many satisfied customers. Right? We trust McDonald's because there are plenty of people who have gone there before. You've gone there. It's the consistency. You know what you're going to expect. Right? Every single person who hops on and says, "Dude, I just had a I just had a hamburger." Right? That's Dude, McDonald's fries are bomb, right? How many of you guys say that all the time? McDonald's fries are are good. Why? Because we all know that's that, that's what they're popular for. They're fries. Mm-hmm. You know, nobody says, "Ooh, McDonald's hamburgers are the best," <laughs> right? No, they don't. But we know what to expect. We know what the fries are. Popularity works that way. You need to become popular. You need to stop taking that stigma of you know I'm just gonna fly on the radar, and you need to put yourself out there. And I believe, James and I believe that the best way for you to do that is not just for you to stand up and say how awesome you are, but to let your customers say how awesome you are. What up, Jose? Speaking of another good guy right here, dude, Jose's been another crushing awesome it in agent. space. Another awesome agent. Who started in the, who, who uh, by the way, Jose's story, right? Started as an agent, went to the loan side, realized, eh, I like dealing with clients the other way. It goes back into the uh, real estate side. He's been crushing it ever since. 
Plus, his dog's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> but there you go. Is, back to popular. How do you know about his dog? How do I know about his dog? Because Jose posts. He actually shows people what's going on. He's not afraid to put something out there. This is what makes you popular. right? This is what's starting to differentiate you from just everybody else. People are going to make a connection with you. Why is the popular kid popular? Because you want to go to his house parties. He has a reputation of going to throwing good house parties. Why do you want to work with that real estate agent? Because he has a reputation of working with other people. Why do I want to work with that insurance agent? Because yeah, I've seen him working with my sister, my cousin, my friends, my aunts, my uncles, right? That is what makes you popular. So stop flying under the radar. Let's share with you the framework, right? So how do you get a good testimonial? What do you need to do to get your customer to be excited? Well, first of all, first and foremost, without... A shadow of a doubt, you got to do good work, right? You have yep. to be able to provide a quality product or service. First and foremost, you can't collect a testimonial without providing work, okay? So let's assume that you do good work for somebody, right? So for us, for example, what we do is we give somebody an amazing experience when they come on the podcast. There is no other podcast. I don't, I have yet to see another podcast that runs their show like we do, that we bring on a guest and we make that guest a superstar, that's first part of our framework, by the way. The first thing we do is we tell them how awesome they are. Yep. So how do we do that? James, tell me how we tell the guests how <laughs> awesome they are. Uh, like this. The fire intro. <laughs> the fire intro. Uh, you know, I, I, I laugh and I joke about this, but it's pretty true. It's my one skill. I take 30 minutes before the show. I do a little bit of Googling. I research them and all of their information's already on the internet. They've written their bio and other people have written their bio if they've been on other podcasts and they've got stuff, you know, on LinkedIn and they've got stuff on their website and they've got something on Facebook and they've got something on Twitter. They got it all over the place. And all I do is bring it all together into one little place and give them the fire. And that's, that's it. That's it. But that's step one of our framework. So when people come on the show, right, when people get on our show, the first thing we do is we tell them how awesome they are. Right? Think about that. You are at school. You are at work. You are at home. And somebody comes up to you and says, you know what? You have been amazing. You've done A. You've done B. You've done C, D, E. You've blown it away on F, H, 9, no, 10, J, whatever. All You list all the accolades that they're doing. Mm -hmm. Right, We tell them how awesome they are. They sit back and they just, oftentimes after the show, which you don't get to hear, but after the show, they're like, you know what? Um, you were reading that intro and it sounded so awesome. I didn't know who you were talking about until I realized you were actually talking about me, right? That's usually <laughs> the shit do, right? We make them feel as awesome as possible. That's step one. Now, you've already kind of done that in your job. Whatever it is that you're doing in your business, you've already provided a quality service. So make sure you boost that person's ego. Hey, dude, you, you've done a wonderful job, uh, you know, helping us, I don't know, whatever it is that you do, right? You're a real estate agent. That client comes in. You know what? You were, you were amazing. I know it was a stressful situation. You went through this, 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 but you persevered. Thank you for being such mm -hmm. an amazing client. I know it was difficult, but we got through this. Boost their ego. Right? Number one, that's the first part of our framework. Second part of our framework is the interview. This is where we ask them questions about them. So we spend 30 minutes on the show. We spend 30 minutes, not only the intro of giving them, telling them how awesome they are, then we want to know more about their awesomeness. Right? So tell me more. So, oh, you wrote a book. Tell me about your book. Oh, you struggled. You went through a divorce and came out and still made it. Tell me about that. What were you feeling? 
How did you get through that? Right? I want to know more of how awesome these people are. So first we tell them how awesome they are. Then they tell us how awesome they are. And then <laughs> here's the kicker. Then we ask them what they thought of our show. So I want you to sit back for a second, right? Think about that. Somebody has just told you, you are the most amazing person I know. This is, you're, you're, you're doing so many good things. You're and the most I'm amazing saying, person I've met today. You're the most amazing person <laughs> I've met today. These are all the amazing things I know about you, right? Then I ask you to tell me more about your awesomeness. And of course, what's everybody's favorite subject? Themselves, mm-hmm. right? So they're going to talk about themselves in a happy way. We're going to get to know them. We're going to listen attentively. And then we ask them the most important question in a testimonial. For us, anyways. What, what was your experience like on the podcast? So you tell me, what was their experience like? I just described it to you. What was their experience like? Awesomeness? More awesomeness? My experience was awesome. You guys were great. Man, I've never been on a podcast like this. Right? We're, we're not worthy. worthy. We're not worthy. Perfect, you know, it's perfect. But that's what happens, right? That's what we end up doing. We ask them what they think of our show. They ask, we ask them what they think of us about the production of the show, and everything is amazing. Why? Because we talked about them the whole time, right? This is how you build your good relationships. This is how you help establish a relationship. This is how you become memorable. This is how you get popularity points. This is why when we see people that have been on the show in the past or we make a post and they see us or they talk to us in person, everybody loves what we're doing because all we're doing is telling people how awesome they are, right? You already provided a quality service. You, you, as a real estate agent, let's go back, right? So you, you tell them how, you know, how, how stressful the situation was, how much they pushed through, how much they were able to get through, right? Then you ask them how the, how it was, you know, I, what did you think of the transaction? I mean, what was the most difficult part? Yeah. You know, we were able to get through that. Did you get everything you were looking for? Absolutely. And then you ask them. So would you, uh, what, what would you say to somebody if they were, you know, on the verge of working with me? I got a client that might be considering working with me. You mind doing a little quick little video testimonial for me? Tell me what you think. Hell yeah, they're going to do it. They're excited. And you don't even got to put them on the spot. If you're a real estate agent like Gabe, it's not even about asking them for a video testimony. It's just telling them, hey, you know, we're going to, this is what I do. I videotape all my transactions. You see them online all the time. Let me help create a nice little welcome video for you to have for the memory of your home. Right? Pretty simple. And now you just record what goes on. He has balloons. He has champagne. He has, you know, <laughs> confetti blowing out. It looks amazing. And what do these people do with the videos that he creates for them? They share it. They share they put it. Put it on their Instagram. They yep. They tell other people how amazing he is. And guess what happens every time he does that? Popularity points. Popularity points. Popularity points. Right? Gabe, Anjanette, Francisco, Jonathan, Jose, all these people. I'm going to tell you right now, they are not the smartest people in the world. They <laughs> would be the first to tell you that as well. What? Yeah. But they okay. know how to play this game. This is true. James and I are not the smartest people in the world in podcasting. You can't <laughs> handle the truth. We just learn how to play this game. We know that if we show up, we know that if we create content, we know that if we help other people grow... It's going to make us look better. It's giving us popularity points each and every time. So every single episode that we do, we're, we're using our testimonial framework to build more testimonials to what? Get more popularity points. It's really that simple. That's the name of the game. Can you make yourself popular? Now, it's all about popular. Right? Maybe I, maybe I should play that. There you go. Let's, let's bring it back a little bit. Of celebrated heads of state 
they have brains or knowledge? Don't make me laugh. They're just popular. Look, that's just that's a secret. Most people, they're not the smartest ones in the world if they're popular. They're not the most athletic oftentimes. They're not the smartest. They're not the best looking. They're not the they're not the richest. But they're popular because they put themselves out there every single day. They get other people to talk about what it is they're doing. Look at Kim Kardashian. Would you say she's a genius? I don't think most people would describe Kim Kardashian as a genius, but she's damn popular. Damn popular. That's that's the secret, ladies and gents. That's what you need to do for your business. How can you make yourself popular? There are many different ways. Our way is video testimonials. So look, that's what we do. You guys know, I mean, what if, how would you feel if we can get your customers talking about you like that? What if we can get them to say cool and awesome things about you regularly on a regular basis? That's what we do. We take these interview skills, the same framework that we just shared with you guys that you guys can use, by the way. Look, I'll give you, I'll give you a heads up. Uh, you guys can go to www.businessbros/testimonials. That's where you can find our testimonial packages. Businessbros.biz slash testimonials. Slash testimonials. So, uh, or you can go to businessbros.biz. There's click on the testimonial button. Either way. So testimonials, each one that you create is, uh, is, is basically you giving yourself popularity points because what can you do with these? You can create Facebook ads with these. You can put them out on your social media pages. You can make them, you can send them to that prospect that's on the verge of saying yes, maybe, but he doesn't really know if he trusts you. Now you got a bunch of video testimonials ready to go out to convince that person because other people have worked with you. You can use them in your email campaigns. There's a number of different ways that you guys can use a video testimonial to help generate more business for yourself. You have to do it. Even if you do it by yourself, even if you go out and create your own testimonials, you must be using these in your business. This is how you're gonna grow. It's a popularity contest and you need popularity points. That comes not from you, it comes from other people. You must ask for that testimonial. You can do it yourself or you can have us do it. Businessbros.biz slash testimonials. We have a one, a six, and a 10 package. So if you got one testimonial, great, that's cool. You got eight testimonial, we can help you with that for sure. Six or 10 or more advised because you can use those for multiple things. You can put them on your landing pages. Like I said, you can do a bunch of different things that you, you need to be implementing in your business. Your sales force should be your existing customer base. They already know what you do. They already experience what a great, uh, what a great uh, uh, professional that you are. Now you just need to record what they're saying about you and you need to place it on the internet so that they work for you 24 hours a day, seven days a week. Not just that one time after you sell the house, not just that one time after you close that policy. They need to talk about you 24 hours a day, seven days a week, and they can do that on your social media page. They can do that on your landing pages. They can do that on your YouTube channel. They can do that for you all the time if you implement the process. This is <laughs> today, Junior. That's when you got to get it done. Businessbros.biz slash testimonials. Make sure you guys uh, reach out if you have any comments. Other than that, we will see you guys manana. Peace. Peace out. And we're out. Thank you for listening to the Business Bros Podcast. Are you looking to get more clients or to increase your income? Hernan, the business bro, can help you generate referrals through the power of podcasting. And James, the insurance bro with Pipeline Insurance, can help you effectively add insurance to your existing business. If you are ready to create wealth today and generational wealth for tomorrow, email businessbros at csfirst.com to schedule a free consultation or join the Business Bros Network. 
www.businessbros.biz.